This content contains podcast. This adult. This, this adult contains, contains podcast content. content. <laughs> adult content, be advised. Enjoy the episode. All the girl zooks are always called things like Mr. King. <laughs> and all all the boy zooks are called things like Grunk. <laughs> for dinner yet no i don't either no i don't know what i want i don't know what i want i've got it i've got a bunch of like things in the freezer like potato waffles and fish fingers and like children food children i've got children i might have children food okay oh i wonder if i've got beans if i do that that's what i'm gonna have great okay oh hi everyone didn't see you there You've just caught us talking about our dinner. Or tea, if you're somewhere Boys and girls, what are you having for dinner? (laughs) Are you sitting comfortably? Elsie's going to have potato waffles and beans, and I'm going to have this (laughs) Lucasade. Is it good Lucasade, that? Well, you won't be surprised to hear that I'm I'm not feeling great again. (laughs) You've not really recovered for about six months, I had about two weeks of good time, and then... I well, I I feel like me and my boyfriend, and also I think to an extent you and Laura have been passing around the same throat infection mm. for probably about three years. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah. So I'm not I'm not feeling great. I don't think it helps that we what. About a week and a half ago, we had a night out, didn't we? And I think yeah. that that's probably where it came from. Probably, probably. Then... Yeah. And once we've recovered from that, we'll go on another night out and the whole hideous cycle will just continue. God, I am so looking forward to April. Yeah, me too. When it gets a bit warmer. Yeah. yeah. Get a bit more more well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, what are we doing this week then? Bamazuki, which obviously <gasps> means I'm actually, I'm actually happy to be here. It's here. We've been waiting to do Bamzuki for a long time. Yeah, yeah, like two weeks. In many ways, Bamzuki is what gave me the idea to do this whole podcast. Oh yeah, because we watched some of it together, didn't we? Time of my life. I can tell you exactly when it was. Go on then. It was March last year. Um, Because the reason I got into watching it on YouTube is because I went to Leeds um, and I stayed over at my friend's house because she was organising a an arts festival I performed there and lots and lots and lots of people stayed over in her house, her and her boyfriend's house. We played a lot of SingStar. I lost, uh, what's that song? Rio? Her name is Rio and she dances on the sand. Is it Duran Duran? No. Uh, yeah, no, I think it is. I don't yeah. know. Anyway, I sung that. I lost very badly. Then we all went to sleep and we woke up in the morning and there were about 12 people in the living room and someone thought it was a good idea to put Bamzuki on. Which it was. It was. Oh my God. It's like the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. 
it is so good. We were getting proper into it. Yeah. Like it was like um Lord of the Flies is what it was. Like <laughs> it descended into anarchy. It was like it was like a major sporting event. Yeah. In like an overcrowded pub. It was, with, it was pretty amazing. Um grown ups. With I mean it's usually with grown ups, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it's not usually grown-ups watching kids' TV. Oh, no, you're right, yeah. It, it's There's ama- something a bit it's, circus-y it, yeah, about it's, that. It's amazing how many episodes we've got into this without me pointing out. Um, do grow up, Elsie. Have you not already? No, no, I actually haven't. Oh. I've entertained this little hobby of yours for quite some time yeah, I know. now without pointing out the fact that you should maybe watch some TV for your own age group. <laughs> Um, Get that news on, boy. <laughs> <laughs> what just happened to you? What was that? I've changed. <laughs> um, last TV show I watched that was for my age group was Ozark. So that was very dark. Um, what else? Oh, I watched a bit of Love Island. Yeah. Yeah. So I, do... I can't really talk because that is all I've watched recently. Yeah, so... I know. I mean, in this last week, I've. You are correct in your assessment of me. Um, since we did the Raven episode, I have like got into Raven: The Dragon's Eye. Like I'm in the middle of that series now. Yeah. Um, thoroughly enjoying it. You're right. I need to grow up, but then you know we wouldn't be here. Yeah, so maybe that's yeah good. <laughs> Welcome to Vamzuki. Once again, two teams are going to bring eight virtually created creatures, aka Zooks, right here as they battle it out over three rounds and a final to try and search for a place in the Vamzuki semi-final. As always, Rich is here to guide us through the contests. Rich, mate, how you doing? I'm not too bad, Jake, although I am a bit worried about my little Zook nosy. You, you haven't seen him, have you? I haven't seen him anywhere, mate. I'll tell you what I'll do. If I see him, I'll send him your way. Is that okay? Great, thanks. All right, I'll speak to you a bit later on. But right now, let's get on with the show and it's time to meet our first team who went that extra mile to design so I get on the coach to go from Leeds back to London. Oh, we're still on that, are we? Yeah. And uh, it's like, I don't know, two hours into the four-hour ride and I am like hiding my face from the other passengers because I'm remembering bits of Bamzuki that I watched that morning and I'm, <laughs> sh- I'm shaking with laughter. <laughs> Oh dear! And then the next day, I put it on for you, like that exact same episode. Oh, don't bring me into this! <laughs> I've already sunned you for it. That's a bit. It's a bit late <laughs> for that, isn't it, Meg? You can walk out now if you want. I can't though, can I? Because we're basically trapped in here. Well, you got in here. You, can, I can. I've, I've seen you get through that door. In here. You can do it again. Do you want to go? Go. See, I knew you couldn't do it. <laughs> Boys, welcome to Bamzuki. Good to have you here. Now, Matthew, did your team and your Zooks come up to standard? Because I can tell that you have very high standards, mate. Yes, they did. And my favourite one is Spouse, because he can run fast and turn very, very sharp corners. Let me just point out Sumo for a second. Not the fastest Zook in the world. Do you still think he's got what it takes to score some points for you today? Yeah, yeah he's good at pushing and he can... <laughs> okay, so you're feeling confident? Yeah. All right, superb. Thanks for coming down. Good luck today, but I think we should now get on with the show because it's time for the very first contest. Um, opening comments from Meg about Bamzuki. What do you want to say? Some people think that we are twins, but, but we, we are, are not. not. <laughs> 
Why is it the funniest thing that now, ever, <laughs> has ever come out? Now we will uh, proceed to give that comment some context all over the I next hour. All I want to do in my life is find <laughs> those two boys <laughs> and remind them of what they have done. It's the best thing. I, I It's art. I consider that to be an important text. So, shall I explain what Bamzuki is, or do you think there's any point in doing that? No, I think you definitely should. Okay. Just, um, be, just because we know that about a quarter of our listenership is my mum and dad and your mum and dad. Yeah. So, and My mum and dad have definitely seen Bamzuki. It was a project that... How do I explain... So, groups of... Teams of children would download from the BBC website. Well, at the beginning, they actually were sent CD-ROMs because it was too much data for um, one computer at the at the time. Um, and they would design these little creatures called Zooks, and they would be designed um, to complete challenges and compete against other Zooks. Um, and they were like virtual creatures. And then they would come into the studio... And by the magical power of television, these zooks would fight each other or like compete at different tasks like um, speed or strength or knocking over as many things as they can yeah, in one minute. Yeah, or simply not going round and round in circles or falling over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then one team at the end would win and they would get like a really shitty trophy. It's like, it's, have you seen the trophy yeah. for Bamzuki? It's ugly as fuck. Mm. Okay, teams, welcome to our first game. And as you can see, it's been brilliantly demonstrated by Nosy, who, Rich, is back to full strength. Well, virtually, Jake. Thank you very much. Okay, teams, this is the way the game works. It's Zook in a china shop. What your Zook has to do is run around like a little mad thing, knocking over as many of these poles as he can in 30 seconds. It's a good chance to build up an early lead, so whatever you do, pick a Zook that can cause mayhem, and pick a Zook right now, off you go. The best part, in my opinion, of uh, Bamzuki is the way they introduce the teams. Oh, yeah. It's akin to um, child abuse. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like long-form they won't realise they've been abused until they're 16, kind of, because... It's like that bit in the first episode of Love Island where you meet all the contestants and they have to do their embarrassing little, like... Comedy skits. Comedy skits. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. For what they do, but the kids do it as a group Mm -hmm. and it's worse than anything you could ever imagine happening to you ever. (laughs) I'm Anna Maria... If you want to see him, you have to slow him down. He just broke a 20-year-old school record of 800 metres. Because we're all fast runners, we decided to make our zooks really fast. They'll be able to move in all directions. They're going to leave all the other zooks behind. We get our inspiration from the way Jim moves. To be honest, I'll be happy when the zooks are up and running. That means I can have a rest. It's like, imagine if you as an adult um, that was untrained in acting and comedy was forced to do... Comedy acting. A, a comedy skit. Not a well-written comedy skit no. either. Just I, like... I, I question whether they're written at all. <laughs> you think that was improv, do you? I think they just find a location. Some <laughs> underpaid CBBC producer says... 
you run around that track and pretend to be doing all the heavy lifting as a boy while those three girls sit over there and watch you do it, which yeah. is one that I remember. That's one I remember, yeah. yeah. They kind of sort of tried to make out that the different people in the team had like different roles. So yeah. it's like, my name is Charlotte and I like design, so I decide what colour all the zooks are. I'm Sean and I'm a whiz on computers. I'm Alistair and I'm good at football. But this is my brother Matthew. He can do anything. He's such a great problem solver. He helps us with everything. Could you help me with my algebra homework? I'll go get to Alistair's English first. Having someone like Matt with us means we'll have the best dukes. Besides, while he's doing our homework, we get to work on this. I even showed them how to use the Bamzuki software. Except sometimes there's someone in the group that it's like the group and the production team have decided. Is Sometimes it's like, this is our team and it'd be much better if he wasn't fucking here. <laughs> yeah and they're always doing like fake annoyed and like rolling their eyes at the camera like that's the punchline and and the annoying one is like picking his nose or like walking repeatedly into walls like Like a sim (laughs) no you're you're thinking of the zooks they're the ones that fall off tables yeah yeah it's like these this is the reality of the tv show these kids who can barely control their own body have tried to build another creature in the hopes <laughs> to be able to win the, the, genuinely the simplest of tasks, yeah. which most of them can't com- compete because these yeah. kids are so fucking shit at it. And the thing is, did you ever try and build your own? No, I never did. Right, I never did. Here's the thing: is that when you actually have been, or when you when you had been on the like. Um, the Zook builder that was on the CBBC website. Yeah. It's actually really difficult. So it, it put it in perspective for me to watch it as a child, having tried to do it myself, because it was actually really hard yeah, to do. I bet there's, um, I remember in one of these quote unquote skits, um, they were like, this, this one is, say a boy's name. Callum. This one's Callum. He showed us how to use the software. And it's like the fact that they're even referring to it as software. It's like these kids are nine or something. Yeah. Like, how? I remember that one because it's like there's like this one nerdy boy in the group, isn't mm-hmm. there? And yeah. the rest of them are quite like, like sporty and affluent. And they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. look <laughs> at us. We run the group, but really the RIT man does it for us. And it's like, no, you actually do need somebody who is able to do that. Yeah. So when you see the, see the zoo, I feel like such a bellend. When you see the zooks, um, <laughs> competing and they only like flip over twice i used to be like yeah. wow it only flipped over twice. <laughs> really good at this. but there's quite a few episodes where like you've got one team full of boys and they've like they talk about what they've based their zooks on and what they've like in nature what they've like <laughs> taken from all the different like animals and like replicated and they've thought about it and they've thought about the different challenges that might come up and then you've got another team of like girls who have like designed it based on like vibes <laughs> oh i love the colors 
Ricky, but you should try and make that back leg a little bit longer. Like this. Not that long. Yeah, but also, <laughs> Those girls win every time. Yeah, but also if you, the, the way... All the girl zooks are always called things like Mr. King. <laughs> and all all the boy zooks are called things like Grunk. <laughs> well, some contrasting tactics at play here. Trithought in red, they've gone for Grog. He's a small zook. Maybe they're hoping he won't get caught on the poles. Whereas the glossy girls in green have gone for the speed of Wiggly Wendy. And I once knew a Wendy, although the Wendy I knew didn't have 14 legs and big red fangs. Her fangs were blue. <laughs> Well, sometimes there were some... Like, the boys can actually, like, observe their surroundings and build <laughs> zooks based on real things, but when it comes to naming them, just sounds. Oh, we'll no get... No words. We'll just sounds. sounds. We'll get to the naming of the zooks. Don't worry, that's a whole section I've got lined up. But um, I guess we'll just skip to it right now. Um, the... It's one called Spouse. Yeah, that's one called <laughs> <laughs> it's because it was a mix between mouse, mouse. and S- S- sparrow. sparrow. I don't, yeah, know. I don't know something. But uh, yeah, often like you'll get a team that's like really boring. It's like speedy, strong. <laughs> the names <laughs> of the zooks, and then you've got like <laughs> there was one team that had a zook called. <laughs> <laughs> Listener, she's creased up. <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to be able to say it. James Bro. <laughs> James Bro. <laughs> was the name of their zook. And the teams are often called things like the Threateners or the Bad Examples. <laughs> I would have named my zooks like real life human names. Like. James Bro. No, like Simon or like Marion. <laughs> Marion. Martin. There was um, a team Sophie. called... Sophie. <laughs> yeah, there was a team called the Mean Team the and mean they, team. they went up against the Bad Examples. There was... I quite like the Bad, ex- the bad Examples. Yeah, I Sounds know. Like a, yeah, yeah, like yeah. There was the Glossy Girls. No. They were fun. Um, South Southgate Tomboys. So yeah, say what you see. The opposite of the glossy girls, I guess. Um, there was a team that had some zooks called Bob, Rob, Cobb, and Timmy. I like that. Yeah, I like that too. <laughs> <laughs> there was... They're young, but they've got a sense of humour. I, think... I like to see it. I think it was... The... Invite them on the show. <laughs> <laughs> Track them down. No. <laughs> <laughs> Bob, Rob, Cobb, and Timmy. <laughs> I was actually going to start off this episode by talking about the history of how the show got made, which is actually really interesting. But I guess we're straight right into, into it. No, yeah, you can still do the history. No, I will do. I'm just. I'll, I'll get. I'll get to it later. Um, there was. Have you broken? <laughs> so I just. I just froze. You, you... <laughs> staring into the middle distance with her mouth open and she was blinking like twice at a time you were like you were like what would you have done if like the dial-up like tone started coming out of my mouth <laughs> i would have shat yeah the glossy girls had a zook called mrs pop and she was so scary <laughs> yeah, really. she's like spiky like the zooks are 
basically bugs because the easiest crabs yeah because the easiest thing to do is have like a body with legs coming off like if you were to recreate some sort of mammal on that software it would just be really difficult yeah like the easiest shape to make is a bug now and again they give a go at doing like an a no-legged one like yeah. a, like a wiggly one and it's yeah. shit every time and yeah, i don't yeah, know yeah. why they bother it makes me so angry there yeah, was a team like... that was really good i can't remember who they were but they had a, a ha- they had one called steps which is basically like a boy at a disco doing the worm it's and it was tr- like what do you expect it to do you know when um you know when you watch the apprentice and you get angry at the contestants because mm-hmm. you're like have you never fucking watched the show even yeah. though even though I, I know it's a combination of fucking more i mean at this point only fucking morons would go on the apprentice yeah it's a dying but it's TV a combination show. of that and production making them do things but when yeah it was the same on Bamazuki, and I can't imagine that production actually. <laughs> well, they weren't. They weren't actually pulling that many strings. It was a kids show, and it makes me like think like, did you not? Do you not actually watch the fucking show? You find yourself like watching two teams of children against each other, and like get like shouting at yeah. them. It's like it turns you into a monster watching Bamazuki. Yeah, we like I'm it, laughing remember, at them. It's terrible. I remember watching it with you. And we spent quite a lot of time watching it one morning yeah. last year. And we were we were shouting at our TV about something that happened, you know, 15 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, let's get to um, the main reason that I wanted to do this Jake episode. Humphreys. No, not oh. actually not Jake Humphreys. I've got a section on him. But um, my guy, no, because we're still <laughs> on um the names. I've not. Okay. So when I watched this episode, um, at my friend's house, surrounded by friends, um, there was a team called. <laughs> I just smiled and I, I, my mouth made a noise. I don't know if the mic picked it. I up. didn't hear it. I didn't hear it. What were they called? The Technot Twins. They were called the Technot Twins. Because they were brothers and they weren't they twins. Weren't twins. Um, and their whole comedy skit was like the fact that people mistake them for evil twins and they're not. We are the Technot twins. Everyone thinks we are twins, but we are not. I am David. This is John. The thing about twins is we have a very special relationship. They can understand each other on a deeper level. They can can be two, acting as one. You see, everything in nature has its own two sides. One leg on one side of the body is mirrored on the other side. side. Some people think Think that that we are are twins, twins, but but we are are not. (laughs) That was their acting. Yeah. Um, And I remember when they introduced them, they did this weird... (laughs) I can't, I, can't, I can't believe that this is the thing that I get animated about. They do this like split screen thing. Yeah, on they their did. Face, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the shittiest split screening <laughs> that they've ever done. Like, they weren't planning on doing it. And someone in the editing department, someone said, Oh, why don't you just like split screen their faces together to yeah. see if they look similar? They don't. They, 
I mean, they do, but the, one, when you put their faces next to each other, it doesn't stitch together the same face suddenly, especially when you're doing it on such like, low fucking... Qu- and for a show that's all about new technology. Yeah, it's, it's, it's dreadful. It could have... Yeah. <laughs> but it is very, uh, no, very for the, for the, t- the technology they used for the... T- well, I'll get onto it when I'm talking about how the show got made, yeah. but yeah. But this team, the Technot Twins, Christ almighty, I've been laughing about this ever since that morning in they Leeds. have spouse don't they no they're not spouse oh. they're <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell <laughs> they're zooks are called <laughs> cleed oh yeah <laughs> cleed c-l-double-e-d you say the next one clambies <laughs> Cleed, clambied. <laughs> Cleedift. <laughs> and octo legs. Cleed, clambied, cleedith. Octo legs. I just need to know why these are eight year old boys. Guys, please get in touch. Please, I need to know why you called them cleaning <laughs> again. I was on the coach from Leeds to London. I was like, cleaned and clambied. <laughs> and I'm crying about it again now because you, they were eight years old. They were two eight-year-old boys, these brothers, who went on this show, learned this really complicated technology that I wouldn't be able to handle now. And they went on this TV show with their zooks that they made and they called them Cleed and <laughs> Clambied. I don't even. I googled what these words mean to get to try and get any context, but they they're not. They don't refer to anything. You can't you can't find anything. Anyway, that's the Technot twins. Okay, you both look alike. Do your zooks look alike? Well, um, um, Cleed and Clambied look similar. They move in different ways. So to fit their ability, okay. I think um, I think Clamby could be good for this one because he might yeah. be able to jump over. I think we should choose James Brad because he looks really strong. Right, well we found him. No, Bugs the best. Bug. Look at him. Yeah, he's really good. But, but Clamby, Clamby, that's also a bit faster than Cleed. Well, it's a brave Zook that goes up against our Fang and the threateners have chosen Bug. Mm, interesting looking creature. Meanwhile, the Technoc twins, they've gone for Cleed. I don't know if we can do any more on names after that because that's it's not going to get better than that. It's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot. <laughs> so I'm not a technological person. You know this, Meg. No, um... Yeah, she's really shit at technology, really, which is yeah. it's amazing that you do the editing. And it's everything. a miracle yeah. this show gets edited, a miracle. To give you an idea of how um, historically shit uh, technology I am, um, when I was in reception, we had um, lessons in the IT suite. And we, because there weren't enough computers at the time, because it was kind of, you know, a primary school in 2000 and what will it have been like three yeah 2003 
um, we were in partners, like we partnered up to go on the computers. Um, and I was just, I was scared of them, honestly. And then when I got to year one, we had enough computers for us to have one each. And my mum called my teacher and said, Elsie's scared, could she still be in a pair? <laughs> I I have genuinely never met anybody who is who who is simultaneously so horrendous at using technology but so chronically online <laughs> as you. It's like you found I've the got one, thumbs. I can scroll. You found the one piece of software that mm. you can handle, yeah. which is Twitter, and then you have stuck with it. Yeah. And increasingly Adobe Audition. Well, I'm glad to see you branching out. I think it's very good for you. Thank you. Not only to learn something new, but to get off Twitter once in a while. Thank you. I will be hawking this podcast up on Twitter for (laughs) everyone to see. So, you know, I'm not giving it up. I can quit any time I like, I promise. But you're not going to. But I'm not going to. (laughs) They did occasionally um, sort of try to shoehorn in like this souk is a little bit like this animal so they tried to make it a bit more like educational i guess but they didn't do it i think they kind of gave up after a few episodes yeah there were a few um sort of intro segments where they kind of talk about what there's one that talks that it's on the beach or something and they talk about like this lizard has this type of no, leg. No, I think like, they talk about like not like marine life, but like what you might find at the seaside. Oh, and got I you. Think so. Like how zooks are sort of inspired by nature and in the yeah, way that they move. Yeah, and they and do stuff. a few of those. But uh, you're right. I mean, I think they pretty much mm, give up on it. Yeah, <laughs> especially when you see some of them, and you're like, "There's no way that that is inspired by anything natural." No. <laughs> All right, well played. Superb, girls. But, uh, Rich, I was just having a little look at Tiny Tim there and I was thinking, is there anything in the animal kingdom that moves like that? Well, yes, there is, Jake. It's the collared lizard. It's an amazingly fast runner for its size and, like Tiny Tim, it's also very agile with that high knee action. At full speed, the collared lizard runs on two legs, its body upright and its long tail stretched out behind, giving it excellent balance. Its lizard legs turn almost perfect circles from its hips, and seen here highlighted in blue, it sports a knee action so high that it would be the envy of any Olympic hurdler. But that's where the glossy girls got their inspiration from. Often they would get like, so they they had relay races, they had like pushing objects along races, like just to sort of test the different skills of these creatures yeah often they just get caught on each other oh yeah and it just looked like they were fucking and then they nobody wins anything because the time runs out before they can get across the finishing line it's yeah like, there's a timer on all the yeah. tasks <laughs> and yeah and often they'll like walk wait too a minute Elsie, are they tasks or are they challenges fuck shut your mouth okay that i don't know what they are i don't i don't know but sometimes they fall off the end of the table and that's fun <laughs> <laughs> We could talk a bit about um, the way the show was made. So it's quite a long story. I'm just going to like rattle through it very quickly. Okay. So it was uh, the idea was Paul Tyler's. So he was an assistant producer, pretty low level. And in the 90s, the BBC was all about incorporating new technology. They were like, we want we want to be technical. We want to involve like computers. Like they were, you know. All about that. So they sent him and a few other people off to a small provincial town in Holland where there was a bunch of like talks and workshops about um, about new technology. And they were like, go there, 
see if you can come up with any ideas <laughs> for a show. And they spoke about um, Carl Sims, who basically invented this technology that was... Hang on, what's the name of it? Give me a sec. Yeah, it's called the evolutionary algorithm. So basically a small computer creature would get from A to B very badly, and then the the algorithm would be repeated millions of times until that object started getting better at it, basically. So sort of like what we do with AI now, but on a very, very small scale. Pretty much. You can see it on YouTube. It's really interesting. Um, and Carl Sims is an interesting guy. He's done um, a lot of things about that. So, yeah, it's it's pretty cool. Um, but, yeah, the BBC was obsessed with um, getting into the digital space and that sort of thing. So they were like, you go to Holland, watch all of these talks, have an idea, please. So Paul Tyler saw this Carl Sims thing and he was like, wouldn't it be cool to have, like, an open world sort of like a big kind of ai creatures roaming around like narrating it like a nature documentary and learning about all the different creatures so then the bbc gets a new um department called bbc imaginarium so they've got four million quid to throw at new projects so mark goodchild and paul tyler they're working in this department and they apply for some of this money um to develop their idea and they're they're going to pitch this idea. They're in a corridor in this department and suddenly so a whole load of very, very high level like executives sort of bring them into this meeting room and they were like, we're not really supposed to, okay, but these executives clearly think they're supposed to be there and they're like, right, so this is the first ever meeting that this department has ever had um, and we're going to hear our first pitch from Paul. And he's like, oh, Jesus Christ, okay. So he gives his pitch and they really, really like it. And all this money is supposed to be spread over the BBC evenly. They get about a quarter of it. Right. And what do they make? Bamzuki. <laughs> <laughs> so they show them the Carl Sim video, um, the idea that the name that they've got at the moment is Eco Warriors. And um they they love it. They really love the idea. Um, and they thought that like they needed to bring on some more people. So they bought, they had like a bunch of like small game developers, um, like British game developing companies brought in, um, as sort of third party, um, people. Um, they got Hewlett Packard involved. They got Creature Labs involved. And they're the people that, um, developed the video game creatures, which, was apparently massive, um, but we we don't know no, about that. No. Um, do you remember Spore? Do you remember the video game Spore? Yes, I bit like that. Spore, yeah. I played Spore. I didn't really get it. I didn't really I understand it. Spore. I liked the. It was um... like Sims but aliens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, I liked the sound design of Spore. I thought yeah, that was nice. lovely, and it, the music was composed by Brian Eno. yes it was so yeah they were going to do something a bit like Spore but like a TV show Um, so they've got this whole project Um, people are really into it the BBC is throwing a lot of money at it and then um, Hewlett Packard shows them what they've come up with and they give them a figure for how much it would cost to make it into a whole TV show and it's it's just way too much and it's just not working. So the project kind of goes away for a little bit. Paul has a bit of a cry 
he said, because it had been his life for like three years or something. So he he puts it behind him. And then he has a brainwave. He's like, the Hewlett-Packard stuff is too much, but Creature Labs was like the smaller company was doing some really nice, small, smaller scale stuff that wasn't like big whole world stuff. So he goes back to Creature Labs um, and they come up with the idea of... Because the BBC at the time was looking for something to replace Robot Wars. Okay. Which kind of makes sense, like it does fill that hole. Mm. So they pitch it to CBBC. They were like, this actually would work really well as a kids show. And CBBC is self-commissioning. They can they can just commission something themselves. They're allowed to do that. Mm-hmm. That's how it works. Um, so they were struggling for a name. Um, Bonsai was the name of the engine and the, str- the script language was called Monkey. So it was Bonsai Monkey. Um, but they weren't allowed to use that, even though they thought it sounded amazing. So they kept like throwing this name around and they eventually came up with Bamzuki and Caroline Norris, like CBBC royalty. Um, she was the lady who came up with the word Zooks. So the reason you're feeling like a dickhead today when you keep saying Zooks is because of, um, Mrs. Caroline Norris. Fuck you, Caroline. (laughs) So the guy that directed it had, um, done a bunch of game shows already. So he kind of knew how to, how to do that but the thing about zooks is that it's passive you're just watching yeah. the zooks so they came up with the idea of like their active thing could be like choosing which zook in their arsenal is the best zook to um com- complete each challenge mm-hmm. basically so that's the only active part of the whole the whole thing but it worked yeah other than building the whole damn thing yeah yeah they actually it it took many many years to to basically get Bamzuki to work, <laughs> but then they made twenty episodes in four weeks, oh. which is insane, like actually that insane. Is, yeah. And the way that they had the kids watching the Zooks in real time is that it was projected onto the white table, um, and they were just watching a bird's eye view of it, so they could see what the audience was seeing. I've always wondered how they did. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I've really always cool. thought like, oh well. You know, obviously they're they're watching something different, but are they watching anything, or have they watched it already and now they're just pretending to react? And I I read up a whole bunch That's of clever. stuff about like the way they did the the eye line and the cam the camera being able to move around these zooks as if they were three D and there. Um, so or everything about how this show came to be on like the business end of things like the different studios getting involved the money the technology of it the way that they actually um executed it i've learned all this stuff but because of like who i am i cannot communicate this to you and if you have any follow-up questions i won't be able to answer (laughs) them it's really complicated and it's a very long story but basically they put this in the hands of jake humphrey all of this money <laughs> and and time and labour and years that have gone into this, the heart like the heartache and they go, Do you know who's gonna be perfect for presenting this? Jake Humphreys. To be fair. He is. He, I, in my opinion, he is perfect. He is very good. He is, he is really perfect, good. but not in terms of and we've had this conversation many a time. He's perfect now from an, an adult perspective. Yeah. Because he's absolutely hilarious to watch interact with children. Yeah. But if you were a kid on that show, you'd be thinking, who the fuck is this guy? If he doesn't know how to talk to the kids. Because no. he's he's really talking to them like 
their actual sports players. Sumo hung on for so long, guys. You're going to go into the final 3-0 down. That's kind of the simple fact. Can you still win this? Yes. yes. You still think you can? Possibly. Possibly. OK, we'll have to wait and see. Well, try thought, what can I say? You were 3-0 down. It was a monumental effort to try there in the final. How do you feel? Not very great. <laughs> of course you don't. But listen, your zooks were great. So congratulations for coming down. They really were good zooks. And what can I say? 3-0 up before the final. Almost a whitewash today. You girls must be absolutely over the moon. You are coming back for the Bamzuki semi-final. And we'll give you those as well. A selection of our favourite zooks to celebrate your victory today. And don't forget, if you would like to take part in Bamzuki, then you can do. You can always log on to the website and design your very own zook. All the software is there to download at bbc.co.uk forward slash cbbc and click on Bamzuki. We'll see you next time. Say goodbye, Rich. Goodbye. See ya. It's, it's actually really know, funny. The thing is, though... It's done wonders for Jake Humphrey's career. I mean, would he be where he is now without Bamzuki? <laughs> well, he was big on CBBC. Yeah, he before was. that, actually, he was big and on for good TV. reason. Yeah, because he doesn't know how to talk to kids. <laughs> His shirts are horrible. Sorry, this is just I'm something I had tag to. Him in this on Twitter no, don't you dare! But I, I have to say it that his shirts are awful on that show. Who dressed him? Who you know? I know who dressed him. Well, they just said, you know, Jake. Who let him rock up? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they had four weeks to make twenty episodes, and they yeah, probably he had wanted to, him he to... Had to rock up twenty times. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like running out of shirts. Yeah. You know, it says on his Wikipedia page that um, when he was sixteen, he was fired from McDonald's for bad communication skills. <laughs> Which is so ironic because he has a very successful podcast now where he talks to very successful people about how they think about the concept of success. You know, Elsie, that if you get fired from McDonald's for Mm. bad communication skills, that doesn't mean that you have bad communication skills. That just means he was swearing too much at work (laughs) and didn't give a shit about his job. Yeah, I mean, it's the Wikipedia version of what actually happened. We'll never know what happened. Well, unless, obviously... We ask him. We tag him in this on Twitter <laughs> with the hopes that he will listen to it. Yeah. And and answer our question. Jake, what really happened? It would be... I'm going to say this because I believe it and not just because he might, 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 might listen to it. It would be a lesser show without Jake Humphrey. I agree. We've been calling him Humphreys. It's actually Humphrey. Oh, oh fucking hell. We're not... <laughs> We're not very good at saying. No, I know, are we? I know. What? So, what's it been? Joe Wick. Joe Wicks. Joe Wicks is his name. Who was the other one? Richard Bryars. Richard Bryars. While I was listening, I've still not looked this up, but my boyfriend absolutely insisted that it was Briar. I don't think it's Briar. Is yeah, it is Richard Bryars. We're so yeah. bad at this. There's I one love every you, episode. You are wrong. There's one every episode. <laughs> and now Humphrey. Humphrey. Jake Humphrey. Humphrey not yeah. Jake Humphreys. No. No. Sorry, Jake. Sorry, I've been Jake. calling you Jake Humphreys for my entire life. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I've got something to say yeah. about last week's episode um, that you can edit in somewhere that you feel fit. Mm-hmm. My dad was listening to this. Um, the other week. It's nice of him. And he fucking squared up to me. He fucking uh-huh. squared. I got a message from my mum. Says, "Dad's in the shower," and I've heard him say, "No, I love open all hours." My dad said, 
Every Sunday evening, Megan would sit on my lap and we'd sit to, sit and watch Open All Hours together. Aww. I love Open All Hours. Aww. And I said... It's dreadful. I never said Dad doesn't like it. I said he doesn't like Richard Briers. Dad said, I've just listened to it. I've just listened to it. I know what you said. I've just listened to it. And I said, <laughs> well, you didn't listen hard enough because that's not what I said. And we had this back and forth where I said that what actually what I said was my dad didn't like ever decreasing circles and the good life. And mm. I don't even think I said that. I think I said he didn't like Richard, Richard Breyer's character. character. Yeah. So after a lot of backwards and forwards of my dad just not fucking believing me, he went back and listened to the episode and conceded that in fact, I do not say that my dad doesn't like open all hours. He... But he should <laughs> dislike it. He has said, I hated ever-decreasing circles, but love the good life. And that, for anyone who gives a shit, Paul, which is nobody apart from you, is a definitive answer. Sorry I got it wrong about the good life, but I never said that you don't like open all hours. This has been the corrections section of, <laughs> of Thoughts TV. What a pe- Go on. <laughs> Finish the thoughts. Finish it. The problem is, is that if I call, <laughs> if I call my dad a piece of shit on this podcast, it's going to go live next yeah. Thursday, yeah. and I'm going to be at home with my dad. Yeah, <laughs> but he shouldn't like open all hours. I'm sorry, it's, it's a bad show. What? It's a bad show. You didn't say this last week. I hadn't seen it before last week. You've seen it, have you now? Have now. Well. I'm looking forward to seeing what Paul's going to have to say about that. Are you are you being serious? Or are you joking with me? I don't think it's good. How much of it have you watched? Like a scene? Yeah. <laughs> and you have not had the charm of sitting in your dad's lap and watching yeah. it every Sunday night. Nor have you had the charm of sitting with your daughter in your lap and watching it every Sunday night. So- well, I'll ask him. I'll ask him. If we can do that. And do, you know what, do you know what he'll probably say to you? No. I don't hate open all hours. I love open all hours. He'll say, can we watch The Good Life instead? <laughs> <laughs> we have just watched uh, a short section of the Bamzuki 2009 reboot with Barney Harwood and Gemma Hunt. Yeah. She was everywhere. She was she? everywhere, yeah. Um, tell me what you thought of that. I thought it looked like they'd had... Um, <laughs> it looked like they'd had um, a bit of a financial upgrade um, because they've got, you know, somewhat of a set now rather than a white room. Yeah. And um, the opening kind of looks like they're doing... Robot Wars. No, uh, well, I thought it looks like they're doing... The hazard perception part of a driving, <laughs> yeah. a driving theory. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's like, so I don't really know how to describe it. So they've framed it now so that like Barney Harwood is almost like the Ed Norton character. Is he called Ed Norton from Fight Club? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like... He is Ed Norton in Fight Club, right? And he's got this underground. What, because he says, "What's the first rule of?" No, not just that. He is he like does a, he makes it. He, he, he does. Makes a Fight he, Club reference. he does say that, but it's like they've got it in this underground bunker kind of place because they've come up with this story that like 
zooks have been banned and now they have but because they're like hardcore zooksters um they can't be stopped and they're like doing underground zook fighting so when the teams come down like they're taken down to this basement by Gemma hunt who's like playing this kind of like character that's i don't know how would you describe she's a bit of a ring girl isn't she yeah she is yeah that's what it is team captains follow me Congratulations on making it this far. You are here to prove that your Zook's got what it takes to be a champion. And I'm here to keep an eye on the talent. The competition is set on three levels. On each level, your Zook will face a different test and a different opponent. And on each level, one Zook will be left behind. Until we have two Zooks to face the ultimate Zook challenge. And Barney is like this... Yeah, that this fight club guy. And he's like, Welcome teams. What's the f-? he's trying to be all hard and he's wearing a leather jacket. Yeah. And, <laughs> and he says, What's the first rule of Bamzuki? Don't, Don't talk, talk about Bamzuki. What's the second rule of Bamzuki? Uh No socks with sandals. sandals. Because we take fashion very seriously here too. And so then Gemma, Gemma Hunt says, Too right. Too whatever. true, oh, Barney. Too true, she Barney, says. Yeah. It's like... All right, just suck his dick then. The... <laughs> Welcome to the lair. They tried to shut us down, so as you can see, we've gone underground because nothing stops a zookster. What's the first rule of Bamzuki? You don't, you don't talk about Bamzuki. All right, what's the second rule? Um... No socks with sandals. Can't be too careful when it comes to fashion, eh, hey, Jeb? Too true. So, James, who's it going to be? Dragonite. An interesting choice. James, why have you gone for Dragonite? I just think it'll be a good target for our team. The opening is like, the team's introduced, like it's a hard cut, it's like a scratch cut to these teams being like, we're going to win because we're the strongest. Um, And they give their names and shit. And then they've got like a fake um, news report where this guy is like, there have been reports of underground Bamzuki fighting and it's it's all weird. And then there's an old guy on a bike doing all these BMX tricks <laughs> <laughs> for about 10 yeah. fucking and minutes then, and they then it's like the police are after him it's like he's a, he's like it's like he's a fugitive BMX rider the, yeah he's, and, and, and isn't he dressed like a postman as well yeah no he's 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 got like um, a satchel like he's an old man doing a doing a paper round yeah and then he stops <laughs> And like turns and rips his face off, <laughs> and it's Barney Harwood. And it's Barney Harwood. The authorities are asking citizens to be on the alert for any unusual or suspicious behaviour. Police are searching for a man in his seventies. The individual is understood to be the leader of an underground organisation known as Bamzuki. The secretive group are believed to be behind the recent spate of civil disturbances. They're on to us, boys. Let's get on with it. On the inside, Galak 3. You would want to get behind her in the dinner queue. Next up, Harvester. He's got legs coming out of his ears. Oh, or is that the other way around? In trap three, King Zook. He looks like a Rubik's Cube. Can he twist and turn like one? And finally, Dragonite. There's a buzz about this little fella. And it's like, the way it's edited and the music is very much like you wouldn't steal a car. Well, the music is Firestarter. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a is kid, it, it's a is it actually Firestarter? Yes, it is Firestarter. Because what this whole vibe, like Barney Howard in the leather jacket, like the whole like news report thing, these like gangs of kids, what it reminds me of is like the energy of a a boy at a wedding disco wearing a flame shirt skidding on his knees. Yeah. That's what it is. They're trying to be all like new and edgy and they've got like better sets for these zooks to sort of roam around on. Yeah. But or like roads. Or ro- roam yeah, roads. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um actually when they're doing the outside roady bits, like the kids aren't watching them because they there's no way for the camera to, to yeah, achieve it's like, that. It, but the thing is, it, it just looks like the the Bamzuki Grand Prix, but like in <laughs> yeah. North London. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I much, much prefer the original. I prefer looking at them on a clean white background like they're lab rats. And Jake Humphrey. And Jake Humphrey, yeah. yeah. I think the reboot is like, cringe as all heck. I don't, <laughs> a bit like that sentence, I don't know why I said, said that, yeah. Cringe as all heck. I don't like it. I, I, don't, <laughs> I don't know. It's 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 funny. I'm watching it and I'm like, I don't know. I don't, I don't think they needed to do all the things they did to it. But they did. But they wanted to replace Robot Wars. There were coders in the studio coding because they couldn't do it remotely because the BBC had a firewall that basically wouldn't allow more than 16 megabytes of data to come through because this was such a new technology. And their software was like, why do you need to send that much stuff? So people had to like create this code within the BBC studios. It is incredible how how really really tiny things can be a really big um like blockade in some especially then. Yeah. Cuz it would be very it, I mean you get phones that hold more data than that. Yeah. I don't know if that was the exact number. I think I remember the number 16 being thrown around. Oh. <laughs> but um yeah, Bamzuki was too much for for them to send in it had to be done on site so yeah one last thing i want to talk about is zook labs is a website where users can create a uh an account and they basically create zooks and there's like a leaderboard they can compete with them like there are still grown adults that are very active on the you know, Zook subreddit, like, post their creations and shit. And as you would example, their creations are basically just like, look how much this Zook looks like Shrek. Like, that that sort of shit. Are you on... Are you on this Reddit? I've had a look. I've had a look for research purposes. I'm not going to oh, stay yeah, on that. Oh, yeah, for research purposes. I'm not even on Reddit. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's still very, very much a thing. Even Loser! though... <laughs> even though there's, like... It's kind of sweet that it's still a thing. Like, there's so many better... Yeah, you're right. (laughs) There's so many better games, but people just love Bamzuki, I guess. Yeah. I mean, I I wish that we didn't have to go three whole episodes without doing our bad reviews section. But again... I bad to say about it, other than that the reboot was a bit shit. Yeah, I mean... That's sort of it. No one really had anything bad to say about it. I wish that we could continue that section that we started but yeah not until next week i guess let's start the final Ready, three, two, three. well hi, hi.
has that slight advantage over Cleedith, and Cleedith makes it up pretty quickly, really. But but both those first zooks have got stuck on their second zooks. Cleed stuck on Cleedith, and Bug is stuck on Hammerhead. But I think Cleed is free, and Bug is now free, and they both make their way now to tag the third zook in the run. And Cleed and Octolegs have got tangled as well. I mean, how much tangling do you want on television? James Bro has been tagged by Bug, but Octolegs is still stuck. James Bro tags Spin for the threatening. Spin makes a dash well. Sort of for the line, he's sort of going round about. Octolegs tags Clampy. Clampy's in all sorts of trouble. Spin's over the line. Classic Mamzuki. So next week, Meg's having a break. It's my birthday. Yeah. Happy birthday. Thank you. Going to tell everyone how old you are? No. No. (laughs) (laughs) So I am bringing in a very special guest, very special to me anyway. It's uh, my brother, Arthur. We don't know. (coughs) Hey, Root, he's a nice man and you know it. Don't believe you would replace me with that, no bless. I thought you liked him. How have I given you that impression? (laughs) (laughs) No, you do. You like him. Okay. (laughs) We don't know what we're going to be talking about yet. We'll probably let you decide. We'll probably do an Instagram poll. Uh, What we're thinking of doing is either Bratz or Am I High? No. Oh? You do Bratz. Because you want want to do do Am I High? High, Okay. All right, then. Cool. Sorted. We're doing brats. I think that's what you wanted to do anyway. So that all works. Thanks for joining me again, Meg. Thank you. I can't believe you're not having me next week, but you're very welcome. I mean, I'm so busy, but I still can't believe. Uh, Right. Well, don't have an attitude. (laughs) Fucking hell, else can speak to me like that. (laughs) I've had a good time this episode. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I, first I mean, time for that. We've literally been wanting to do the Bamzuki episode for so long. Yeah, and now we've done it. Now we've done it. So we've got nothing to nothing left look to look forward, forward to. to. <laughs> <laughs> Mi high. We'll make it Mi yeah. high. I want a young Dracula as well. Oh yeah, we should totally do that. Because yeah. my mum really enjoyed that. <laughs> she's a, she's a bit, you know, of all the things that she binge, she used to binge that. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Your mum and I have a lot in common. I feel. Okay. Binging kids' TV shows. <laughs> Fuck off. I mean, I'm right. Yeah, you are. Do you want to do our socials? Mm, Twitter yeah. is thoughts underscore underscore TV. Very good. And Instagram is thoughts TV, but the O is a zero. Beautiful. And then, like, just type our like little name into like wherever <laughs> you get your little podcasts, and just like click the links in the little bio and. Have a little listen. <laughs> Very good. Um, and give us five stars if um, work, if you like, have the yeah if you have the facilities to give stars. Five is a good one. Yeah, yeah. I think. Yeah. See you next week. See you next week. Well, well, Meg won't. Oh, fuck's sake. See you in two weeks. Bye. Bye. I'll miss you. Aww. <laughs>